pass on that And you say your love's real, I laugh at that Cause when he's gone, you say the same about the next guy How better man, you cash on that You break up with Hello? Hold on right quick, let me turn this down. Yo, what's good? Bruh, I swear dudes these days lack consistency. Yeah, I hear you. But sometimes y'all be so caught up on being pursued, y'all fail to reciprocate the same energy. Okay, but I'm tired of running into dudes who can't plan a day for nothing. Always, I don't know, it's up to you. <laughs> okay, but look, even when we do plan a date, y'all don't show up on time. But y'all be acting like y'all can't wait a minute till we get Okay, okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Look, we can go back and forth on this all day, but I think we both can agree. Day name easy. <laughs>
what is I'm gonna let you know y'all go one on one, but one uh, one at a time. But what is your love language? Your top two love languages? You can. I think mine would be it would be quality time and um, receiving gifts. So. Okay, and and what is it about those that um, you know kind of you have to have? The time is important. Why, 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 time ahead, and quality time is very important because you don't get time back. So the time I spend with you. Like it's important, so you taking the time to spend with me is very important. Like that's the number yeah. one thing on my list. Like spend like gifts are nice okay. too. Like surprise me with flowers, you know, nice little gifts. So they could be basic gifts. They don't have to be extravagant every time. No, yeah, they can be real basic. Okay, okay. The and then what about you? Yeah, yeah, for sure, I agree. And what about you, Nikki? Um, I would for sure say number one is quality time because if we're not spending time together, how am I supposed to get to know you and like really mesh with you? Mm-hmm. And so then the second one, hmm, the second one is a tie between acts of service and words of affirmation because like it's good to have somebody that's encouraging you and like yeah. there for you to listen when you're going through hard times or if you got something you know, good that's happening in, t- in your life, you know, you want to run to them and tell them what's going on. So I don't yeah. know. Those two are, are head to head. So, uh, I know I read the book and I, um, I, I took the quiz. So did you take the quiz, uh, as well as read the book or how did you find out about love languages and figure out which one's uh, best for, for you, Nikki? Um, I actually was talking to this guy and he put me on the whole love languages thing because I didn't really know anything about it. So, he had mm-hmm. me um, take the quiz, and quality time was like the number one. So okay, yeah. And then what about you, Jazz? Same thing. So I took the quiz, but also my sister and her now husband. She kind of you know told me about the whole love language thing, and so that's okay. kind of helped a um, relationship and now marriage. So okay, have either one of you uh, read the book or no? No, no. I didn't get around to. It. Okay. Yeah, I think the book is just, it kind of digs into, um, uh, I guess, figuring it out how to actually, uh, once you know your significant other's uh, love language, you actually, you know, um, you, how to use it in your relationship. So I think it's good to kind of, if you ever get a chance to, to check out one of the books as well. But so tell me this, do you, do you ladies believe that it's, um, that your love language is something that you kind of develop as an adult or is this something that stems from your childhood? I think it could stem a little bit from your childhood. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, my father, like he was always like, you know, give surprising, like when him and my mom was together, you know, getting their stuff, surprising us with stuff and okay. also spending that quality time. So I think it, it kind of can stem from your upbringing. Okay, so, and, and Nikki, same thing for you? You think it's the same? Yeah, I can agree with that. And also, if you didn't receive some of those same things that rank as your top love language, that could be because you were missing it in your childhood. So it's, okay. it could be the opposite, yep. the flip side yep. of it, too. So you could have a posi- your childhood could have a positive effect as well as a negative effect on, on your love languages. Mm-hmm. You, you would agree with that? Yeah, sure. definitely. Cause like mine is quality time, and um, and uh, my second one is uh, acts of service. And I think quality time, even though I, me and my mother, for instance, uh, we for sure had uh, you know, a lot of, a time together. And I don't know if that 
had anything to do with it. But me and my dad on the on the other end of that didn't really spend any quality time together. So I don't know if that affected what I desire as a as my love languages. But um, I definitely believe your childhood has some type of effect on your on your love language. And, and like you said, if if it's stuff that you never got. Uh, mm-hmm. you probably crave it as an adult or it could be stuff that you never got and you'd be like I just don't need that now because um, even with physical touch that's like one of my least uh, um, I ain't gonna say favorite but like least important love languages and mm-hmm. I believe it's that way because even as a child like even though my you know my parents they they did hug me they did you know you know show affection or whatnot it wasn't huge in my household I'm not I'm not even gonna hold you up it wasn't huge at all so now as an adult, even though I am, I still feel like I'm an affectionate male, uh, especially in my relationships. I don't think that I don't need to receive that as much. I like giving it. I don't care so much about receiving it. Mm-hmm. So I do believe that, yeah, your love languages um, can be affected by your childhood. Now, a lot of people, I hear some people say, I, I so love languages are how you receive love. Mm-hmm. But then I also hear a lot of people talk about how you give love. Do you think your love language or, or you know, what your love language is, is important on how you give it, or it's only important to the person that is receiving it. I don't know if I asked that question correctly, but so basically um, I had a friend that said, I love giving gifts. That's how I show love. Is that even relevant at all? If the other person doesn't receive love that way. I yeah, think I don't it think is. It, uh, oh, go ahead. Well, in a sense it's not. Cause like me and my therapist kind of talked about that because like mm-hmm. the guy I was with, I did something foolish and we kind of got into it and so I was like well I'm gonna just send him a little gift make his day better because that's what I do and she was like she said it she's like but that may not be his love language so even though you're doing that nice gesture it still ain't gonna come across as you know exactly yeah I mean he still may appreciate it but it wasn't it didn't do what he needed it you know what you expected it to do because like you said that wasn't his love language and I I think some people got to realize that because in in some in many cases um, I think we try to show love the same way we receive love, and that doesn't work for everybody. So yeah, it's kind of everybody you, has you know, different love languages. Exactly. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like if you speak Spanish and I come to you trying to speak to you in English, you ain't gonna understand me. <laughs> right. But if someone's trying to, you know, I speak in your language, then the communication is clear. Um, so I think it's important to, I think even when dating, and, and we got to remember that love languages aren't just about dating. I mean, I know right. this is a dating podcast, but in your friendships and you know your family even in your family like it's important to know each other's love language or at least ask that and i think we need to start trying to have those dialogue with what people we care about in general so we know what their love language is and we know how to um to show love towards them um and i don't know how important important that is to everybody but i know for me and my friendships and my my uh, any relationship i have i do try to learn other people's love language so i know how to to show that yeah, um, I can agree with that because sometimes you have those friends where you don't have to speak to them every week. Like some people, yeah. you can go three months without talking to your friend and they're okay with it. But on the mm-hmm. flip side, the other friend is like, oh, okay, I guess we're not friends anymore. Yeah. So yeah. It's, yeah. it's really important to know, like, you know, what each other is, I guess, love need, language, like you said. Yeah. yeah, their needs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, we do have those top five, and I think those are very important. So we can just touch on those just really quickly. Uh, I, since we all have quality time, I think uh, it's important. And I was just Googling some stuff before we um, got on this episode, and I just kind of was looking to see what 
what is important and and what is not important, I guess, in those love languages. So like mm. quality time is uninterrupted and uh, focused, uh, you know, conversations, one-on-one time is that's critical. I think in quality mm. time, mm-hmm. but things to, things to avoid is like distractions when spending time. And I think that could vary. Cause honestly, like if I'm hanging with somebody and we just in the same room, to me, that's quality time. We don't have to be necessarily all up on each other. We don't have to be having a conversation. We could just be watching the same thing on TV. And to me, that's enough quality time. But for you guys, like, how do you feel? Uh, like, what is needed in your quality time? Do you have to have no distractions? Does it have to be, um, you know, any physical touch included? Uh, or, or is sitting in the same room enough for y'all? I think sitting in the same room is enough. Um, that's like, I like to just sit and have like conversation, like, you know. Yeah. Uh, just so we can get to know each other better on a deeper level. So it's just watching a movie. It's fine with me. Yeah, but it doesn't always have to be that way. I mean, the conversation you want, of course, want to be there. Because I, I like talking. I like to have conversation as well. But like you said, sometimes you could just sit there and, and you know be watching the same movie, just chilling. Yeah. And the other times, yeah, you do want that dialogue. You do want it to be some type of interaction as well. Uh, what about you, Nikki? Is it is it the same for you? Because I know you said your other two would probably be acts of service and words of affirmation. Like, what are those in in, that, in those cases? What things are necessary for you to have for like your words of affirmation? And what things could, uh, I guess, if they are done wrong, could cause some trouble if they, you know, if somebody doesn't give you the right words of affirmation? How badly can that affect you? Um. I guess with quality time and affirmations, to me, they kind of go together hand in hand. If you don't prioritize and make time to be around me, then I already know you're not that interested. And then in the words of affirmation, um, just being encouraging and taking the time once again, kind of to listen and be active, like in the relationship or the get to know each other stage. So uh, things to avoid. Like not being present, I guess, not making time because everyone makes time for what they want to make time for, no matter yeah. how busy they that. are. Yeah, I no matter how that. busy they are, you know, <laughs> right. you can make time, you can make five minutes from somebody for somebody if you're super busy today. So, like, that excuse is dead. Oh, right? Yeah. <laughs> I say that all the time because my schedule is always packed. Like, my whole schedule's been packed since uh, the beginning of August. Like, I won't be free to maybe the third week in September. And I'm like, if I make time for you, that's important. So okay. you should do the same. Yeah, yeah. So, so then, Jazz, your other one was receiving gifts. And honestly, I'm I know people who have that same love language, but I don't know too many people because it, you know it's just to me it doesn't seem like it's one of the top mm-hmm. uh, in many cases. But what is something that somebody can do wrong when? you know, giving you a gift, you know what I'm saying? What is it? What is something that you need in that? So the, we talked about it earlier. They don't have to be necessarily expensive. They just have to be thoughtful for one. Yeah, right? thoughtful gifts. Yeah. I, okay. So what, what can they do wrong then? If they're not, if it's, I mean, if they are thoughtful, could they bring you a gift that you just wouldn't like? Some ugly flowers or something. <laughs> I mean, I'll take <laughs> it and just talk about it to my best friend later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be so, not, so, so I'm glad you said that though. Would you not express that to him though? Uh, I would. I'm be- Sometimes I can be too vocal to people. Too vocal. Okay. Very vocal. Very I don't vocal. think there's anything wrong with being too vocal, but go ahead. I just thought so about I something, but I'll, I'll tell you after she does. 
<laughs> but I'll tell, I, I may tell them, but I may be not, if we're like, if it's new, new, if it's like somebody I'm talking to that's new, I may not tell them. I'll just take it and be like, oh, nice, thank you, and then text my best friend about it later. I mean, but if I'm <laughs> talking to them, I would tell them, like, so the, yeah, I really don't like this, but I don't like to be mean to people. That's my biggest. So the wrong gift could be a turnoff then. It could. That happened to me. It could, yeah, but mostly guys know exactly what Jason wants. I'm <laughs> <laughs> They do. Send my whole wish list, like pictures and all. Listen, you got So, so Nikki, though, you said it, it happened to you. What happened exactly? If you don't mind sharing. Yes. So, okay, I had this boyfriend, and it was around Christmas time, and I really wanted just some regular, the classic Uggs, the tall Uggs, and like that brown tan color, right? Basic, right? Like uh, anybody yeah, knows what that looks like. <laughs> And so he knew what they looked like. That's all I wanted for Christmas. And he went and got some ugly doodle brown Ugg because <laughs> and he picked those because it was on sale. And oh I God. gave them back to him because I'm like, I don't want these. Like, they're ugly. Yeah. And you know they're ugly. They look like space boots on my feet. They were just so, so, disgusting. So then in that case, listening and paying attention to what your person likes yes. is very important yes. in gift giving. Yes. He was just okay. not actively Yeah. He was trying to be cheap. And no, you can't do that. Because I wasn't wait, cheap with him. Wait. How old was this guy? Was he on a budget? Because like... I feel like, you know, it's th- in some cases, it's a thought that counts. Now, in that case, no. If you were very specific, I had that happen to me one time with some black Tims, and I was mad as hell. But, but like, if you ask somebody specifically for something, I could be, I could understand you being upset when they come back with something completely opposite of what you said. Yeah. But, like, it, you, it was no pass you could give him for that? I no. mean, no. Because, I mean, it was a basic-ass gift that I wanted. Just some regular Uggs. Like, that's all you had to do was just go get it. My mom See, had even called him crazy. and told him, like, this is what she wants. Like, I don't understand. I just didn't understand. I feel like, I feel like guys could never get away with that. Like, when my ex brought me the wrong Tims, I just, I just had to suck it up and keep them. Because I could like, I told her they was wrong. But, like... But she was, her feelings were so hurt by that. It was almost like it was a lose-lose for me. Like, even though you got me the wrong gift, I'm still supposed to keep it because otherwise it's going to hurt your feelings. And I just don't. No. I mean, you can return them. We can go together, spend quality Mm -hmm. time, and return them and And get the goods or get the Tims that I want. And then, you know, have a great day. But (laughs) you got the wrong thing. And, you know, it's because they were on sale. That's all it was. It was on sale. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't think nobody has ever got me the wrong gift. Like every time I, basically, I tell, I send pictures of everything that I want. So they be like, okay. Yeah, I mean, my thing, if you being that specific, it's no need for somebody to get it wrong. Like, how do you get it wrong if you got all the details, the pictures, and everything? Yeah, you being cheap as hell. Yeah, you got to take an L <laughs> on that. You, that's just yeah, an automatic L. Cause- mm-hmm. Especially if you got her Pinterest or something and you done seen her, put it on her, you know, her little boards and stuff and you still mess up. Yeah. yeah you, you, you just, you, just, you, just, you wanted to save, <laughs> you wanted to save 50 bucks. You saved your 50 bucks and you screwed everything up. So, hey. Yo, Nick, so Nikki, he going to hear this and know it's him? <laughs> I have not talked to that fool in a long time. So, no, he, he not going to hear this. And if he does, oh, well, boo-boo, you did it wrong. Your bad. I hope you do better. I'm dead. That's I hope funny. it's not being <laughs> no more. Right. right. Hope not. 
<laughs> okay. Um, so, okay. So out of those, uh, for me, like I said, words of affirmation, not words of affirmation, I'm sorry. Uh, acts of service is very important to me. And like, I'm huge on that because I feel like um, what exactly is acts of service? I think it may vary. It can vary for each person. For me, it's like in a relationship, if I'm making plans for something, say, for instance, I'm planning a trip somewhere. Mm-hmm. I want my, my, my significant other, my, my girl to be, you know, hands on with that. So, for instance, when I was younger, I would say I was 23, 24, maybe. And my, my ex at the time was like 20, 21. Uh, and we were going to Chicago. I asked her to look up um prices for a train ride instead of driving to chicago i was thinking about taking the train to chicago it took her three weeks to come back with prices and I, at that point i had already looked so that turned me off because this is the only thing i'm asking you to do don't get me wrong like i'm i'm planning a date for, i mean planning a date planning a trip for us mm-hmm. but you putting your you know coming in and be like what else you need let's figure out how we could do this let me at least find some restaurants while we out there or something to me that's a turn on like because i know that you want you're to be just as, about yeah, it. Yeah. exactly you want to be just as much of uh, a part of this as i am and if i ask you to do something and i still gotta wait like that to me is a definite like turn off for me because i shouldn't have to ask for something that's for the both of us this is gonna benefit both of us so, uh, yeah, things like that, I think it varies because other people may, you know, consider acts of, acts of service being, you know, coming in the house and help clean up um, so that it's not just one person taking care of the dishes or whatever every time. I know a lot of women feel that way because they don't want to be like the homekeeper all the time. They want their man to come in mm-hmm. and help out as exactly. well. For me, somebody came right. over and vacuumed once and helped. Yeah. And I was like, yes. You know, girls get excited when the, when they put the trash by the door, and then their boyfriend come over and and, and take it out without asking. Like right. to that that acts right. of service. So I feel like it varies for per person, but for me, uh, a lot of times it's stuff that I'm already working on, and I just want you to be a part of that. So, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, taking out the trash is sexy though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. So we do have the top five, and I and I. This is why I, I, I like the topic, and I think it's important to talk about it because I know some people don't even believe in love languages, but I think they are very valid in relationships. But I also hear people, and this used to bother me because I'm uh, I'm a creative person, and when you know I make something specifically for a reason, I kind of want people to stick to that. But it took me a little bit of learning and growing to understand that you can have your own personal love language, something that's not part of the top five. And it's just something that you necessarily, you know, that you need, whether it's in a friendship, family relationships or, or uh, romantic relationships. Um, what is do you have any personal love languages? Like, for instance, I know people say crazy stuff like, oh, I'll, somebody who brings me food whenever I want it. Like, OK, that's a, to me, that's a very mid love language. But hey, if that works for you, that works for you. What is do you have a personal love language that, you know, like you just need in any relationship you have? That, that shows that somebody cares and, and loves you? Hmm. I would say, I don't know if that's a love language, but like it's a turn on when somebody puts me on new music. Okay, I've heard that one before. Yeah, like it, okay. like we're on the same wavelength thinking about, you know, music and stuff like that. That's a turn on for me. So it's just a vibe that y'all say y'all in the room together, y'all just turn some music on, y'all vibe into the same music. That mm-hmm. is that or does it also have to be that they actually put you on something? That too. If we vibe into the same type of music or we look at the same type of shows or, you know, something that we can connect with. Okay. So just having similar uh 
uh, I guess entertainment uh, likes and, and dislikes. Mm-hmm. Is that is that okay? And what about what about you, Jazz? Do you, do you have I, a personal one? I think I would say um, I guess if they're like goal oriented, because like I set goals like mm-hmm. all the time, and so I just want somebody that you know that's you know about setting goals and reaching those goals. Like whole quarantine because we had nothing to do, I was setting goals and achieving them. Right. So so is. It- is it only the goal setting or is it also the um like being each other's accountability partners as well? Yeah, that too. Like somebody that can hold me accountable. I think that's like the biggest thing cuz like the last guy I was talking to like because I was um I just finished my master's degree and so like just encouraging mm-hmm. me to apply for, you know, different positions and like, you know, talking with me, looking over my resume, my cover letter, that stuff like that. So, but that's also acts of service though, right? What you oh, say yeah. or no? Oh, yeah. That is. Okay. So I think even with your, I mean, even with uh, some of our own individual ones, I think you still kind of have to go back to one of the top five in some cases, mm-hmm. you know, like for me, my, my personal one is good communication. And, and I'm not just talking about the basic communication where, um, you know, you just, we, we, we could talk about anything or, you know, you listen to what I say and then you try to understand it. I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about like the blunt, um, uh, easy for you to speak your mind, no matter the circumstance, no matter how much it's going to hurt my feelings. Like, of course, use some type of uh, consideration and not be rude and, and purposely disrespectful if you got something to say, but not being scared to say something. Like, I can't stand passive people. And so, and I know I've been passive at some point in my life as well, but I know, um, like, in my relationships now as a grown ass man, like, I need somebody who's going to be straightforward with me, no matter what it is. If it's about sex, if it's about, uh, our relationship if it's you know even if like i said even with friends like i need my friends to have good communication if i did something that you ain't like don't be sitting up here holding it in forever and being mad at me about it and then later you go off and then you passive aggressive like i need in every relationship i have i need people to communicate well with me so that's that's my personal love language like i need that that's a requirement for me and honestly i cut people off if they can't meet that so do you communicate that to them? Right. Oh, always, always. Okay. What's about to say? What would you say, Jess? You can't just be cutting people off. But I I believe communication is key. But like guys now, for me, I see like they so quick, but I'm quick to cut people off too, but to an extent. But guys <laughs> be so quick to cut because you you didn't communicate something that they ain't like. But see, my my thing is not. I'm not cutting anybody off quick. I'm. I give people chance after chance after chance. You know what I'm saying? Because I I voice it to people like I need good communication. That it's just it's just I don't know. I operate well with people who are around me who communicate well. So um, I give people chances, and you know I let people know what they need to work on, things that they are doing that just bothers me as far as the communicating part. And if they can't fix it, if they can't correct it at some point, it just it gets old. Like it gets really old when the same stuff or the same lack of communication keeps happening over and over again. So, yeah, I mean, I eventually cut them off. It never okay. just goes straight to cutting them off. But, yeah, you, that's a necessity for me. Do you Go ahead. cut them off or do you ghost them? Have you ever ghosted anyone? <laughs> uh, you know what? No, it was crazy. I think it was last year. I posted something on Facebook about ghosting. And I got so much, like, hard. I, got, I ain't going to say so much. I got a lot of people that agree. But it was some people that... Just like that's like the worst way to do things, and then it, I kind of understood it because I know ghosting does affect people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it depends. And I will ghost somebody, but I also will not like ignore you if you hit me up and ask me why I ghosted you. 
Like, I feel like that's just fair for me to be able to be straightforward and honest with you. But I I, I normally have already told you what it was. So mm-hmm. if I ghost you, it's because you already knew and you just didn't make any changes. So at this point in my life, no, I'm not just ghosting you. It's if, if I stop messing with you, you already know what it is. <laughs> also, what do you think about people whose love language, their first love language is physical touch? Because I met someone who their number one love language is touch. That's that's. I've heard of people with that, but I've ne- I don't I don't I can't be I'll be honest I don't know I guess I can't relate to it because I just I'm that's my last love language, um, but I guess it's a real thing. I mean, you need I just don't know how that I don't know I don't know how that's enough for somebody. I feel, <laughs> like, I feel like for guys that's more of a quote unquote love language because you know. Go ahead. I don't know. I feel like, okay, well, I'll speak for myself. I run across more guys that are just down to, like, have fun and don't want anything serious right now. So, I mean. But I, that's not love. That's lust. That's not. <laughs> their lust language. Yeah, that's their lust language. They just, because my that's thing is when they, yeah. when they want that, when they want that, they don't, they're not saying, oh, I feel like she loved me afterwards. They, they know what it is. That's not something that they you know, need in a relationship. That's just something they need as an individual period. Yeah. And I, I mean, and as a guy, yeah, I would agree with that, <laughs> but it's not, that's not a love language. I'm sorry. <laughs> so that physical touch, I, physical touch. Most times when I hear women say it, it's like, Oh yeah, we in bed and I have to have my leg over your leg or I have to touch you in the bed while we sleep because that's just something I need. Or uh, if we laying up on the couch, watch a TV, I would want us to cuddle or something like that. To me, that's a more of a physical touch love language than a sexual love language, which yeah. I've seen like, like, I always thought like, like the physical touch part was the the sexual thing, like that was number mm-hmm. one. Nah, and that's why I say I think reading the book is so important because it talks about that in there. It's not just about sex. It's definitely like it's affection. It's more so affection. You know, maybe I just need you to walk up on me and give me a kiss sometimes, or put your arms around me sometimes. It's not just about sexual encounters. Okay, um, that makes. Sense. I do believe I do believe sex is involved in some of those, but. Um, it's not the only way you can have, you can show love through physical touch. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do, but I don't. But but is that Jazz? Have you heard of people with that as a as a main love language? No, nobody I interact or talk to have physical touch as like their main love language. It's usually the yeah, other I mean, four. And I'll be honest. I now that I think about it, even after I mean I've read the book, but I don't necessarily remember. <laughs> what that section of the book was about. <laughs> I mean, I know it has some stuff. Like I said, it did mention that it was not just about sex, but I can't remember all the details of how that was even a valid. I have uh, love something language. that I looked up. It said nonverbal, use body language and touch to express love, hugs, kisses, hold hands, show physical affection often. So it's more like intimacy type of thing. Okay. And that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. Because I think, I mean, in reality, I think that's a, a, a no-brainer. I mean, it has to be a love language. Even if you don't, right. even if it's not your top one, mm-hmm. I feel like if you just don't like to be touched by your partner. And you're not into that's a little, Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah. Intimacy, I feel like, is a requirement in, in most relationships. Right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, or they won't last. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They definitely won't last. But since we're talking about sex, oh, Lord. Besides, oh, Lord. besides right. physical touch... <laughs> Besides, no. Besides physical touch, though, what, like, how, how can your love languages also affect your sex life? Like, it, like for words of affirmation, 
<laughs> now, I know some people like to talk during sex. You know what I'm saying? They need to know that they're doing the right thing during sex. To me, I feel like that could be a love language that you use in your sex life, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all don't sound like y'all agree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean do you do a lot of talking? Right. Well, I think we. Yeah. I don't. I don't like quiet sex. So yeah, it just has to be <laughs> some like, type of. Talking. I think we are talking during a moment. Yeah, because we say everything under the sun. Because sometimes you be thinking you in love in that moment. So. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but so you. But you don't think. On a, in general, that it has something to do. Like, let me let me say it like this: for somebody that you are in love with and having sex with, not just some casual sex. I'm talking about somebody you're in love with and having sex with. Do you think that that those uh your love language could play a role in that? Like, for instance, quality time is important to me because I I'm at the point in my life where I don't want to have sex with you if I can't spend time with you afterwards. Like, if I don't want you around after I'm done, mm-hmm. uh, I probably shouldn't be dealing with you at all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that quality yeah. time before and after sex is important to me. Um, you know, if I could lay up and have a conversation with you, I hope it would be super explicit. But yeah, <laughs> after, uh, you know, after we done, to me, that's important. Uh, I, I need that quality time before and after. If I got to kick you out, I, we probably shouldn't be involved. And I totally that's just agree. for quality time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree too. Um, but then like words of affirmation, that could also be a thing because a lot of times, and this is just something I've I found uh, in our generation. I don't know. I ain't going to say it's our generation. I'm going to say it, with people in general, we lie a lot during sex. Or not during sex, but about <laughs> sex. About sex. What you mean? Expand on Okay. Okay. I don't believe people are straightforward when they are. Not, let me not say this. I am. But I think a lot of times people aren't straightforward with what they... Uh, how satisfied they are with sex. Like, for instance, I, and this is just wild to me. I heard that, you know, some women be faking the leg shake. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's like, and to me, that's like a, that's like a, uh, that's like a, um, you know, words of affirmation would be like after sex, being able to tell somebody like, yeah, you really enjoyed this part of it. I really like that you, you know, even, the, and like I said, the oral sex or the foreplay was on point. But on the other end of that, I think a lot of people forget to give the, even though this is not a love language, just you know, you got to give the the downside of it too. What we need to work on, what we need to do different uh, in the next time we have sex, so that the sex is better. But even God, though it's not a work, <laughs> guys, what they can't handle it? No, <laughs> they, they like, cannot at all. And, 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 but that's can, not. But but if, just because they can't handle it, don't mean y'all don't say it. Because my thing is this: you gonna still get mediocre sex if you don't tell that man. You know what I'm saying? If that's the if that's the only issue y'all have in your relationship is the lack of whatever you need during sex, why not go ahead and tell him what he's doing well? Like go ahead and praise him first. Let him know that he's doing A, B, and C right. But also <laughs> let him know let him know what he needs to work on. And to me, that's how y'all have better sexual chemistry. Otherwise, you're gonna just be the same one two step every time y'all getting you know get to do it. So no, I think they get they they can't say I did tell somebody like because after because we were talking on and off for about three years. Um, and so he finally moved back home and, you know, we were just giving things a try or whatever. But then I stopped talking to him. And so then I met the guy that I was last with um, this past year, my last little shindig boyfriend, whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I told him that, yeah, he was better than you because he made sure I was satisfied and you didn't do that. Oh, my God. Okay, see, that's, <laughs> see, that's, not, that's not the affirmation I was talking about. I had to say that. 
I had to steal him off because he had pissed me off anyway. But I told him about himself. See, to me, that feel like that's like uh, I don't know. I feel like that's like me rubbing in your face because he can't do nothing at that point to fix what he didn't. He couldn't do. You know what I'm saying? So that's not affirmation. That's just like yo, you was trash, and the next guy was better. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's a little tough. Uh, yeah, I, I, I can imagine he couldn't handle that. But uh, in in a relationship setting, I think it's a little different. I think you should for sure tell your partner whether or not there are things they are doing well and the things they aren't doing too well. Yeah, so um, you can work on it together because yeah, I, I feel sure. like everybody's body is not the same either. Like no. guys can't come Hell. into a situation thinking like, "Oh, I'm gonna do it like this because I know this is my signature move." And uh-huh. work on the other two girls, so I know it's gonna work on her. And like, no, everybody's that, body that, is different. They like different same things. Thing with- Yep. Same thing with women. Like they come into the situation thinking they could just be, you know, do the same thing they did with last dude. And I think everything when you when you get out of a relationship, when you get out of a sexual relationship, whatever it is, you gotta scratch whatever you learned in the past. Not scratch it, but at least adjust it. it. Yeah, adjust it. Be open to adjusting it. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just come in with the same thing you was doing forever and thinking that's gonna work for everybody because it's not. Um, so that's why those words of affirmation affirmation is important because yeah, let me know what I'm what works for you. Let me learn your body. Let me go ahead and, you know, get you together and and what I'm not where I'm not getting you together, let me know so I can work on that. Yes. Um, right. That's uh <laughs> yeah, and, and and then the the physical touch I think is almost a no-brainer cuz that's the intimacy part, you know, cuz a lot of times people have sex. A lot of times people just smash, but I think making love is where that physical touch comes in because it's not just the 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 actual intercourse part. It's actually y'all being touchy filly and, and taking care of each other during sex and whatnot. So um, that's a love language that I could feel. I feel like can be um, you know added into your your sex life, and you know it, it, it helps. I don't know about the rest, like the the acts of service and. And uh, you know, what's the uh, other one? No, the the service. I was just by access, right? <laughs> I mean, I mean, in that case, that you know, you know, right. I can figure out a way to make it work, but it's like you know, yeah, not making me do all the work. I need they got you got to be a, a equal partner in there. You know, right. I know sometimes y'all don't, everybody don't have the Megan the Stallion needs, so uh, they, <laughs> they can't do it. They can't do uh, the the riding forever. But you know, help me. Let me help you. You know. Right, basically, and, and and stuff like that. Whatever the case is, there could be affirmation. I mean, not work affirmation, but uh, access service could also be added into your sex life some way, somehow. Because um, a lot of times, I feel like men do most of the work in sex, and you know, it, it wouldn't be bad to have a little help while we while we in that action. <laughs> not not a gift giving. I don't think there's any way to to kind of incorporate that. But um, yeah, I think I think all of the love languages besides gift giving can somehow be incorporated into your sex life and still um you know make somebody feel loved in that situation i, agree. I think we talk, i think i think we talked a lot i talked about a lot though so <laughs> so i'm just gonna try to give a, a quick recap though uh so we we do know that everybody has their um their main love language out of the five which are you know uh, quality time gift giving um acts of service words of affirmation and physical touch Physical touch. Thank you. I'm not going to get all five. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, so some, we, we all have those top five. And I think there's it's very common for people to have their own personal one. Now, I think it's important that we communicate what those personal ones are and not just expect people to, you know, 
uh, know those and, and figure those out. Same thing with the the top five. I think it's important to have those conversations. And y'all can correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, have those conversations to say what the, your love language is and and how you actually need to receive that love language because everybody is different. You know, even though the surface level is, it may be that you need quality time, but maybe you don't need as much quality time as as you may, you know, I may assume that you do. And you could communicate that to me and let me know that. Or, you know, the gift giving, like you said, maybe it's not that you, it's an expensive gift or that is a over extravagant gift, but it's something that um, you thought about. Yeah, thoughtful. Um, you paid attention to what I wanted and you actually brought me back what I wanted and not just wanted to, you saw a discount and decided to, <laughs> to bring me back. <laughs> the, the ugly Uggs. Uh, but yeah, so... I think it's important that regardless what your love language is, whether it's one of the top five, I mean, yeah, I think we all should have one of those. Um, but even if it's a personal, it's very important to communicate. And on the other end, I think it's important that we ask, you know, um, some people may just not even want to or not think to bring that up, but um, it's important to figure out what that is and, and have those dialogues with your partner, with your friends, with your family um, to kind of understand what each person's love language is so that you can show them the love that they uh, how they best receive it. Uh, and then what was the other part? Oh yeah. Sex. Uh, I think we can always use our love language in sex somehow, some way. And, um, if we do communicate the good as well as the bad so that the sex life can advance and, and, and get better over time and not, uh, continuously be the same way each time y'all, y'all interact with each other. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anything y'all want to add about, about love languages? Any other, you know, points y'all want to put in there? Um, I think that you can use your love languages on yourself too. I saw a post on oh, Instagram. Definitely. Yeah, like yeah. quality time with yourself. Uh, giving real, not receiving gifts, but giving yourself gifts, like taking yourself out to eat or yeah. get yourself yeah. a massage or something. Like you got to treat yourself good for you know. And those yourself. and those positive words of affirmation for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't expect that from everybody else all the time. Some of that has to come from you. Yep, come so, from within. Yeah, yeah. So I, I definitely agree with that. Use your love language on yourself and, and be aware of what it is and how you need to receive it from yourself. So, yeah. yeah. What about you, Jazz? Anything else you want to add? No, I think you said everything. Okay, <laughs> cool. So, uh, like I said, just to recap, um, discuss your love language with with your friends, with your with your with the people who are in your life that you love. Um, be open to hear what theirs are, and and how you can use it to to show love towards them. I think these are, like I said, even though it's an overly talked about topic, I also believe that it's a very important topic. I don't think anybody should just sleep it under the rug um, because nine times out of 10, you're going to have to come back to it, you know, figuring out what it is that uh, how, how the people in your life like to be loved and how you like to be loved and being able to have uh, people implement that. Um, yeah. So just to close out, uh, I'm going to let you, uh, Nikki, Go ahead and Jazz give, give your um, your social media information, and then Jazz, I do want you uh, to go ahead and give people um, what platforms they can find your podcast on as well. So J- Nikki, go ahead and start out, and then Jazz, I'll let you finish out. Okay, okay. you guys can find me on Instagram at Nikki Jelly N I K K I J E L L Y, and you can you can find me on Instagram at Jazzy underscore Level. Um, also the podcast is also on Instagram at, uh, girls next door, but it's G R L S 
N-X-T-D-O-O-R underscore. And you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Spotify. And um, if you go on Anchor, it'll show you all the different uh, sites you can hear it off on also. Okay. And one more time, just get the name one more time with the podcast. Girls Next Door. Girls Next Door. Okay. My Instagram is uh, can't be changed. That is C-A-N-T underscore letter B underscore changed. Uh, we also have a dating ain't easy Instagram. That's dating underscore ain't underscore easy. And, um, you know, you can find us on any platform as far as Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, SoundCloud. And, um, yeah, we're, we're also going to start putting them on um, YouTube as well so that we can have uh, other avenues for people to listen. Um, so yeah, like I said, Jazz, I, I appreciate you for joining us. Um, it's Thank always you. good to do some work with with another, uh, you know, podcast um, host, and and uh, we wish you luck on that podcast as well. I'm gonna make sure I start tuning in because I know I'm sure y'all have some good topics that y'all cover. Yes. Thank you, and I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And uh, thank you again for the listeners tuning in uh, for, to another uh, episode of the Dating Ain't Easy podcast. We hope to have you back next time where we talk a little bit more about about dating and, and the difficulties of, of dating, especially in 2020 with uh, this pandemic and everything else going on. Uh, but thanks for joining us and we hope to have you next time.